0: So it's the 6th of October, 2022. i to talk about the very heart of the teachings of the perfectly self-awakened Buddha. That he spoke about anatta as not-self, as anatta or emptiness. And things aren't me, they aren't mine. So why is it that, having been born, we see things as atta, as self? Why don't we see them as anatta, as not-self? And so these are a pair, this atta and anatta, self and not-self. And the Buddha taught that all things are anicca, dukkha, anatta, that they're changing, that they're stressful, they can't endure, and they're not me, they're not mine. But all the people born into this world have this feeling that these things which in reality are anatta, they have this feeling that they are atta, that they're a self, right from the time that they were born. But whatever the case, having this atta, Uh, taking up this self, this me. And then there's a me that desires happiness. And all other people want happiness as well, that no one wants to be dissatisfied or experience suffering. And when we get good things in our life, then we want other people to be happy for us. We don't want anyone to be jealous. But it's the delusion and the ignorance which is driving the hearts of people. They have this delusion there. And there's delusion in terms of me and mine, in terms of self. And this is the problem that arises in the hearts of all people these days. Because in reality, as nature always is and always has been anatta, It's not self, but we just don't see that. And that's because these various things come together as heaps. We see them as being items. So like this Upasata hall, this Dhamma hall that we're in now, that this is a collection of material things. And so it's comprised of many different construction materials. There's metal, and there's water, there's sand, there's wood, there's rock. And we bring all these together to form this building. And through conventions, we give it the name of Obosato Hall. But if we separate out these material elements, then we'll see that that Obosata Hall, it's not there. It's just emptiness. So do we see that? So all the things that we see as being a form in reality, they're empty. That there's no true thing there. That they're a form through convention. So these forms that we take to be forms in truth, um, they're empty. So emptiness is in form, and form is empty. And then we can bring this to these forms as well, that we call these bodies, that we consider to be me and belonging to me. and This body is a form, form is emptiness, and so emptiness is here within this very body. So we use our wisdom to investigate into the separating out the elements, the khandhas, and the ayatanas, the faculties, so that we understand, so that we gain knowledge into them. We know that they're not me, that in truth they're not mine. So when we separate out this body, then we'll see it's just a heap of elements that have come together. Initially it starts off as just two cells, and then these uh, multiply, they grow. But there's also decay and degeneration that happens at the same time. So these cells grow, and they also decay. They go through old age, they go through pain and then death. But if we view things in terms of convention, in suppositions that we suppose them to be people, but if we take it in terms of Dhamma, then there's no one there. It's just this process of aging and sickening and death. It's just elements that change according to the ways of nature. But through delusion we take them to be a self, to take them to be me. And this is the cause for clinging, which in turn is the cause for suffering to arise. So we know already that the five khandas, these five aggregates of uh, form and feeling and perception and mental formations and sense consciousness that these are heavy things, but really they're heavy because we cling to them. It's like if there was a rock and a lump of gold. And really, if we pick either of them up, both will be heavy. And even though they're heavy, even though they have weight to them, if we put them down, then we won't feel any heaviness. There won't be any heaviness that arises for us. But that weight, that heaviness, comes up because we lift them up. So if we don't lift, um, then there won't be heaviness. If we don't carry them, then there won't be heaviness. But what do we do to be able to achieve that? How do we not carry these things around? Well, we need wisdom, knowledge and understanding. It's what we call panya. It's panya that comes through bhavana, through mental cultivation, through our developing of sati, mindfulness, and making our samadhi firm, and so that these gather into wisdom. And what results is the wisdom that comes from this inner cultivation, this bhavana, maya panya. So there's a kind of wisdom that comes from listening and from thinking, and this too is panya to one degree, but it's not clear. In order for a to be clear, there needs to arise through contemplation, it needs to be true knowledge that comes up. But sometimes that depends upon listening to the Dhamma as well. Perhaps we don't yet understand some things, but then as we listen to Dhamma teachings, our understanding grows. When we listen, we should be contemplating as well. And then it's possible for us to understand the Dhamma, to see into the Dhamma, to see into truth and reality that all physical and mental things in reality, they're not me, they're not mine. And the mind can awaken through this. Seeing that these material things, they're not there. They don't have colours to them, there's no name. If the mind doesn't proliferate, then it doesn't give rise to these things. It doesn't give rise to a Dharma or, or male or female, child, or adult. There's just not there. There's no colours, that these just come through conventions. This arises through the light that comes into the eye. But it's this concentration of light um, that allows us to receive our color and shape. But if we know it in it's truth, then we'll see it's just emptiness, see that all things are empty. And we can gain a clear understanding. But when we don't see things in this way, then we'll take material things as being Uh, of having various values but if we gain a clear understanding then we'll see that they don't have much value to them they're just elements that go the way of nature. So There's one time that there was a monk who was wandering uh, through the west of Thailand and he got uh, a piece of a certain mineral and then when he went back uh, to pong he gave it to Venerable Ajahn Chah to have a look. And he started explaining what this mineral was. And then Ajahn Chah replied, well, it's just a heap of earth. But this monk, he didn't really understand what Ajahn Chah was saying, so he Um, explained once more what this mineral was. And Ajahn Chah said again, it's dirt, it's earth. And then this happened another time, a third time. But Ajahn Chah was trying to point that it's just an element, it's just this earth element, which is characterized by its hardness. But people separate these out and say that well, this earth element is a diamond, and this is a sapphire, this is another kind of gem. And they've got various forms of values. And so there's the, these minerals of diamonds or of gold. But really these just come from this earth element, from this quality of hardness. And if they break apart if we separate it out, then none of it, none of these things are there. It's just this earth element. And so we can look at this externally, and then we can bring it internally, and seeing how this body, too, is earth element, composed of hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth, and skin, these are all earth. And then there's the water element, And there's the fire element, the heat in the body, the air element. And so we should contemplate all of these and see how if we cling to them, to these heavy things, then our hearts become heavy as well. So we know that all people, they love themselves. That if we have a self, then we should have kindness as well. Kindness towards each other not wishing to harm one another. We maintain our virtue and see the danger in the sense impressions that come into the heart. Any thoughts about harming one another, these are not right. And if we think in that way, then we may act in line with those thoughts, and then we, and then we create karma. And that karma will come back upon ourselves. But then sometimes people can also die, and there may not be any apparent reason for their death, and so that may be karma at work. So may all of us, we all develop our minds, cultivate these hearts, in order to gain understanding into emptiness, through wisdom. May all of us walk this path of sila, samadhi, panya, virtue, collectedness and wisdom. And if we do that, then we will see that this thing which we take to be a self in reality is not self. And then we meet with emptiness, You may feel like we have attained to emptiness to the state of inner buddha, this buddha nature. And then when we do that, we see that the buddha, dhamma and sangha are one and the same thing, that they are not different, and so may all of you set your hearts on this.